0: You are listening
1: to Exquisite Conversations, hosted by Kim. Nikosha, thank you so much for joining me today for this new episode of Exquisite Conversations. I am so very grateful to have you a part of this episode because I've been admiring you for so long and I love your work and so I'm like, oh my God, I need to girl. <laughs> and I love... I love talking to people who are, you know, your your business and your role is traditionally providing a platform for others and putting others out there in a positive light and in a beautiful light. And so it's just fun to be able to flip the tables and be like, now it's your turn. So, <laughs> so how are you doing? Yeah. How's everything going? How's business and COVID world? How's all that? <laughs>
0: Um, I'm doing well. I always tell people that I'm just grateful and I am just blessed. Um, COVID world, I'm just trying to stay protected, stay safe. I went and got my um, shot the other day, so I'm waiting for my second shot. COVID, even in the midst of COVID, I was still so blessed. God still continued to bless me. Last year, this time, um, I had no business at all, Um I posted on my Facebook a couple of days ago that from January to March of last year, I only had, I think it was one or two clients. Um, From January to March of this year, I stopped counting at 40. Oh, wow. So business has been growing. I have been manifesting. I have been speaking those things that I desire into the atmosphere.
1: Wow. So that is awesome. I'm so, it always makes me so happy to see how, um, you know, all, you know, everybody that owns a business, but me specifically, black female owned businesses are really, really thriving Mm -hmm. through COVID and through all of this craziness and whatnot. So I'm so happy to hear that. And I'm so proud of you. So I'm giving you an (laughs) applause. Thank
0: you. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Business has been like people tell me all the time, Tosha, are you still going? I'm still going. And just to think last year I started two other businesses, one being a doula and one being um having my self-care line specializing in candles right in the middle of a pandemic and I did not miss a beat. Wow, so you were
1: you were getting busy during quarantine. <laughs> yes,
0: I I was. I was just like it being in quarantine, basically, it changed my mindset about a lot of things. I, was, I had already quit my job back in 2018, but for me, it was definitely an eye opener that way I could communicate to other people who was just sitting on their gifts and doing nothing. That pandemic showed me that your job can be – your hours can be cut in a minute, your job – you can be laid off of your job. Anything can happen. And it for a lot of people, it shows them in the middle of the pandemic. So any gifts that you have, I always tell people, you know, still your gifts up, that do what you got to do to get that money flowing. We always talk about multiple streams of income, but are we really doing it?
1: That is very, very true. And it's, it's awesome to be able to see how, because I feel the same way for my business. I feel, I feel like the – quarantine it was it was new for all of us it was strange strange territory you know um but I'm naturally an introvert so I love being in the house Um, I am
0: too but I've gotten better
1: yeah yeah so it definitely the quarantine and COVID it really kind of it was a wake-up call for everybody you know it was like you no longer can just sit around and just do nothing or let your talents pass you by, like, you know, you can get up and do things. You can be active. You know, it's so, it's so easy now to be able to get started, create a following for yourself online. Like the internet and the world has just grown so much. (laughs) I'll say over the past year when it comes to how everyone's just going virtual with everything, how everyone's just Mm -hmm. adjusted. It's just like, you know COVID whatever you throw at us we will find a way to be able to duck and dodge and you know the little Kim meme where she's like dodging like we gonna find a way to keep keep ducking you mm-hmm. or whatever and continuing to thrive so yeah I'm so glad to hear that and because I know so many people have had a hard time and unfortunately some people have had to close their doors and things like that but I see just as many doors opening up. And a lot of those people that had to close their doors, they're able to reopen them back up just in like a different mm-hmm. way. So <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's been teaching us all some things <laughs> in different <Yes>. ways. <laughs> so for those of us who um, are listening and are, might not be familiar with who you are and everything that you do, give us just a quick run through of, I know you do photography, you said doula. Self-care line. Just give us a run through and tell us every uh, tell us all about your businesses and all of the incredible things you are doing right now.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, um, as you like you said, I am a photographer with Journey Grace Photography, and I love creating memories that will last from generation to generation. One of the things about me and um, photography is I went into photography not you know. I went into photography. I love taking pictures, but it was deeper than that. Um, depression actually led me into photography. And giving the short version, it was you know a death that I had a death that I had dealt with from 1999 up until 2014. But that depression wasn't triggered until I actually. Um, And so the Christmas holidays, my grandmother died around the Christmas holidays, and around Christmas holidays I was shut down. Literally back in 2014 I was preparing to go to a a book signing for a friend of mine, and as I was getting ready I heard the voice say, restore the years. And there is a scripture in the Bible that talks about restoring the years that the locust has stolen. And I ran downstairs because it made me so nervous and but from that point from that moment of me hearing was storing the years in my spirit i began i had a little iphone 5 but everywhere i went I started taking pictures, taking pictures of everything, especially with our Christmas dinners because it's like 80 of us that get to 60 to 80 of us that get together Christmas Day. There was never a Christmas. If somebody got pictures from years prior, it's going to be me. And I started creating those memories because sometimes we have to realize that this is not a world that we're going to live in forever. And because of that, once a person has transitioned, we always have their memories. A picture lasts forever. So I started creating those memories. I started putting that in within my business. And it's not just family portraits. It's anything. How many times that, you know, I know I've asked my mom several times, Mommy, do you have a picture of me when you was pregnant with me? And mm-hmm. being born in 1983, cameras just wasn't something that many of our parents used a lot. They used it on special occasions. So I just sat one day and was like creating memories that will last from generation to generation, and I went with it. Um, As far as Simply Grace, which is my candle line right now, and I am going to add other self-care products, um, after the loss of my daughter, I took time to heal I took time to deal with my grief. I dealt with my emotions. Um, a lot of time, a lot of days in dealing with my emotions, I would use essential oils. Most popular essential oil that I used was lavender. And if I wasn't spraying the essential oils on my pillow or rubbing it on my hand, I found myself burning candles. It re- Self-care and, you know, the process of going through the grief and burning the candles really helped me through a lot of my dark moments. And a lot of people don't look at self care as simple as that, just burning a candle. But I did. When people think I know that sometime in conversation when people think about self care, they think about Oh, I'm going to get my nails done. But self-care definitely does not have to be money. So fast forward from 2019 when I lost her to 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. Um, Now, mind you now, I wanted to have my own candlelight since 2017. All honesty, I wasn't ready. I I know I wasn't ready, and the business probably would have fallen within 30 days of me doing it. And while I was out on the track working out, rejuvenating myself, doing, you know, last summer, I basically said a simple prayer. If this is meant for it to happen, let it be. Let it come to the forefront. And just like that, it happened. And I named my, my signature candle is lavender and baby powder, and I named it Journey's Lullaby. So my signature um, my signature candles all have a name right now that's going to be a part, basically, of the journey or that healing process. My second candle is eucalyptus and chamomile, and it is called Healing. And then I have a third candle, and I would love to say the name, but that third candle will be launching on my birthday, April 19th. But I will tell you, the scent is lavender and lemon.
1: Awesome, awesome! That is so cool. Like <laughs> I, I'm a big candle fan, so when you were talking about candles, and I saw I saw on my, on your page that you uh, do the candles as well, I got so excited. I was like, Oh, I don't need no more candles. <laughs> it's <an laughs> the candles. I'm telling you, it
0: definitely got me through and. I it got, it got me through just nights where I would light that candle and just go to sleep and I have to find myself popping, you know, wake it up because you don't want to sleep for too long and the candle burning.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: you know, it just helped me go to sleep. As far as being a doula, when I initially went to college um, almost 16 years ago, back in 2000, well, 17 years ago now, I wanted to be a um actually, I'm calculating from when I graduated from college, but it was actually 20 years ago since I went to college. But Mm -hmm. fast forward, I originally wanted to be a midwife. It sounds weird um, because my family was like a midwife. I worked in the funeral home my senior year of high school, but when I went to college, I wanted a degree in nursing and to be a midwife, but I didn't pursue that dream because I saw a needle and I poked out of class. Um, I just (laughs) immediately changed my major to something else. (laughs) <laughs> but I love babies, and I realize that as African Americans, sometimes we don't have the support that we need after having a baby. We don't have the support that we everybody wants to be there to hold the baby, to kiss the baby. Um, I know we, you've heard it several times. A lot of family members, they'll go, auntie, baby, stuff like that, but they're not really there. And it's good, you know to love on the baby, but we sometimes forget to love on the mother. And either if the mother has a miscarriage or, you know, their baby is still born, that mother still needs us. Pregnancy is a mental thing. A mother, and I've been there and I know the experiences, we go through a lot from just dealing with our bodies changing and also dealing with, you know, our doctors. And if you don't have a good doctor, you get misinformation from your doctors. And I wanted to be that advocate for mothers to, you know, to know that they have someone fighting for them when they're in labor and delivery, to know that they have someone that when they come home who will allow them to sleep and they'll sit there, you know, I can sit there, I'll take care of the baby a couple of hours at their home, cook them a nice, you know, a nice meal and things of that manner. And I think fast-forwarding to our generation, Sometimes we think we're just gonna have this baby and we're gonna bounce back, and it's not that easy.
1: I think that's that's very very true. And as somebody who's currently pregnant, I definitely can relate to everything that you said um, because I, I do think it's something with within our community. We we only we put so much focus on the baby and. You know, the mom is very vital and important to the whole process and the baby mm-hmm. as well. You know, so she needs attention. She needs to be catered to as well during that time, especially in recovery, you know, after having a baby, you know, because your body is like literally like trying to go back to normal. Um, I, yeah. I have a friend of mine. She just had her third baby and she was uh, telling me, she said, it's like your body taking a big sigh. And it's like it hurts often at times because it's like it's trying to go back to normal. And, you know, sometimes people just totally forget that. They totally bypass that. You know, they just think, oh, you'll be okay. And they just focus on the baby. It's like, well, Mm -hmm. no, I need a little bit of, you know, nothing against the child. It's like, you know, I need a little bit of love and attention and, you know, assistance Mm -hmm. as well. So you make a very, very, very valid point. Um, And it's nice to be able to see. And I've definitely been seeing, you know, with the rise of COVID and I'll say quarantine babies, (laughs) you know, more and more people. (laughs) Yes, because there's a whole lot of them. Everybody's pregnant. Um, You know, there's definitely been like such a rise in doulas and, you know, more people thinking about, you know, more people thinking about that well-rounded approach to uh, giving birth and motherhood and, you know, coming into motherhood as a whole. So I definitely agree with you on all of that because moms get left in the dust way too much after having a baby, even leading up to that. <laughs> yes. So I definitely can understand. Um, and I, when you said the thing about the needles, I felt that because I had like a week in my life where I wanted to be a nurse and I saw a needle in blood and I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my first day of class,
0: she had a preset of orange, a preset orange, and it had. Of course, I know it was dye, and mm-hmm. she was just trying to show us how to position a needle, and that fake blood came out of there, and I was done. And she yeah. was like, I re- I remember clearly. She said, Miss McCullough, you need to pay attention because we're going to have a test on this on Wednesday. And I'm like, No, I'm not. I'm going to change my major after class, <laughs> and I did just that. I was like, I'm not doing this. And then it was just, you know, during that time I got attached to a lot of people, and one of my things was always I was going through the nursing training in college, but I wanted to be a midwife. You didn't know how my job was going to end up because, you know, when you get out of college, you kind of get in where you fit in at. And one Mm -hmm. of my fears was having to come to work one day and you're told that your patient has died. And I'm like, I, uh, I can't do this. Just let me do something else. Um, I'm good, and I dropped that class. <laughs> I really did.
1: I was not doing it. I feel like we all have had a moment in our life where we wanted to get into the medical field, saw blood or a needle, and we just immediately just turned around and, and went charging in the yeah. other direction. <laughs> I went straight in the other direction. <laughs> So um, I know you mentioned a lot about you know you talked about you know caring for mothers you know do your work as a doula um, you know you have your candles as well um, with the essential oils um, you know so self care and even with your photography because I love I love when seeing you post about photo shoots and. Uh, women and individuals that you worked with and whatnot because I just I love the empowering aspect of your photo shoots. It seems like you're very invested in making people feel good about themselves and teaching people and showing people just like, hey, like just tap into you, like go into your world, go into your mind and just enjoy yourself. Be yourself. Um so mm-hmm. as far and I and I know especially with like COVID and everything, it's taught us so much about self-care um, and it's really made people wake up <laughs> and show them that, yeah. hey, self-care is something that it's not just like reading a book, uh, saying your prayers or doing this. It's really about just tapping into you and taking that time and taking care of yourself. You know, you are a priority just as much as everything else that you do. You can't be, you know, an, an amazing a business owner and you're not, like, taking care of yourself because your business is going to suffer, you know. So how do you personally, uh, what's your self-care routine? I know we talked about the candles, but, you know, once you have done, say you had a, a day full of photo shoots and you had to do some doula work and make a bunch of candles and you finally get home and sit down and how do how do you unwind and self care after a long crazy day or a long crazy week of just nothing but work, work, work?
0: Well, I have a lot of things for a self care routine um, that I do take that I I do take uh, take advantage of, and I will start with after coming in from a photo shoot. First thing is I want a warm bath. Um, I want a warm bath while I'm in the bathtub. I'm a music person. I Music is definitely my love language. Music definitely calms me. Music definitely soothes me. So while I'm in the bathtub or shower, I'm either listening to, you know, inspirational music. Um, I did find a couple of months ago this, um, a young lady that does affirm, she has a um, CD with affirmation. So sometimes I play that in while I'm bathing. And I burn my candles after getting out. I spend that time to meditate or to journal. Um, If I'm not meditating, I'm journaling. And just basically trying to just relax my mind and always staying afresh to, you know, to new opportunities and opening myself up to new opportunities. Um, Another thing that I've done a lot for self-care last year um and it's my favorite. I just don't do it in the wintertime because I'm afraid of the cold mm-hmm. as I work out. I love running, I love walking. that is literally my zone. Running and walking is my zone It's basically where I gain my peace and those are the things that I basically do that works with me
1: okay, awesome, awesome. So um, jumping back to your photography um, and just the, uh, because I was looking at one of those shoots that you recently did, and you were talking about playing Beyonce and telling her to dance and everything. Um, So what is, whenever someone books a uh, photography, uh, I'll say a photography experience with you, because I never like to look at things as just like, oh, it's just an appointment, oh, it's just this. So whatever someone books like an an experience with you, describe what that's like. Like how do you? What are your goals? What are your priorities whenever you're shooting someone? um, You know, and how do you? How do you bring that out of a person during a photo shoot? My main goals when
0: shooting someone is, of course, I love to connect with them. One of the things and a lot of my clients can ask, I always ask them, what are they planning on wearing for their photo shoot? And once they tell me, because, you know, a lot of people, they're going to go into detail detail with, I plan on wearing a black pants or I plan on wearing a purple dress. Then my next question to them is this, is that a color that you wear all the time? Because as light as you may take it, I love the color black. But black is something that we is our go-to for a lot of people, and I'll tell people in a minute. I, I, we're not doing a photo shoot in that. One thing that I want them to do, and I try to get my clients, I push this on my clients, clients a lot: choose a color that no one has ever seen you in, because of course when you book a session, it's an investment. And you want to look your best for your investment, and you want to look different for your investment. So I've had some people that I have, you know, talked into wearing the color red, and they did not want to do it. But, you know, I'll go back and forth, and I'm like, well, I really don't want you to wear the color black. I mean, you're celebrating a birthday, so do something that no one's going to expect out of you. And I've gotten feedback in regards to, wow, thank you for making me step outside of my box. Thank you for making me do this. A lot of times when customers are stuck on what to wear, I'll kind of, you know, I'm into colors, so I will look at colors and what's the representation of the colors, and a lot of times I'll tell them, okay, try yellow or try blue. I do it based upon what the description is and what their personality is. I know you have been following me doing Women's History Month, and every person that I reached out to that I recognized, I selected their color for them. I gave them two colors to choose from based upon their personality. And I would say, hey, either you can go with blue or you can go with red. Okay. But they only had two choices based upon their personality, and that's how I matched their color. Um, and still creating an experience with regular clientele, I kind of find out what they like, what they don't like, and I go from there. I'm a listener, you know, and music occasionally do pop, do come up. When I work with the older crowd, automatically, that's going to be Frankie Beverly and Mays, that's going to be, um, you know, Tina Turner, you know, things old school, Marvin Gaye. So that's how I'm able to match the music with. Um, with my clients, I kind of get a feel as to who they are. One one time I had a pastor and his family, and, you know, my mom said, I hope you're not going to play that music for that pastor. I was like, well, <laughs> they listen to that kind of music. So I told them, I said, you're going to dance. Before you leave the shoot, you will dance. However you want to do it, we can do it. I said, matter of fact, select your song. What's your favorite gospel song? And he selected the song um, Cooling Waters by, I think it's Melvin Williams. And he and his family, they had church to that. And I let them have three minutes of having church and I took their picture.
1: <laughs> so no
0: matter what music you like, Journey Grace Photography is going to allow you to have that experience and we're going to dance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I think that is just awesome, and it definitely it definitely reflects well, even in like the photos, even in like you know when you come and give a recap of the experience, like it is, like it definitely reflects well, and it shows in the photos, like you know you can see the happiness on the on their face, you can see you know them come alive in a way, and I think that's something very important, you know, when you're taking pictures or you know just photography in general, like the photographer's job is to bring that person alive through a picture Mm -hmm. you know and to tell that story and to paint a picture of them in in some type type of beautiful light and I think you do an excellent 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 job with that (laughs) Um, so thank you you no problem. no problem. So, what else are you working on currently? I know we got three businesses so far. So, are we are we adding more? Are, I know we, you talked about with your candle line. Um, you got the new candle that's going to be launching. Um, so are you working on anything else? Um, you know, how are you? How have you been enjoying Women's History Month and you know being exposed to all of these incredible women that you've done photo shoots with? What kind of impact has it had on you?
0: Um, the impact that um it's had on me is under is communicating with a few of my ladies is understanding that everybody's journey wasn't easy. And um some people make it look easy and it made me realize I shared a story with one of my young um one of the ladies that I photographed a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, we started talking about our journey, and we started talking about the things that it took, the sacrifices that we had to make to get to where we are. And one thing that I noticed, a lot of people don't want to make the sacrifice, but you have to understand that if you want to get to if you, if you want to remove yourself from the place that I normally call going around in circles to a place of being where you, where you are, to a different place in life, we have to first start with changing the picture in our head. And once we change the picture in our head, that's basically changing your mindset. Once you change your mindset, your performance and everything around you will change. And that's what I had to find myself doing. I told someone the other day, when I think about it, all of my business kind of coincides into one. I don't want to bring them into one, but I look at being a doula. With being a doula, self-care is definitely needed with that. you, I can operate with, burn. you know, promoting my candles under the doula umbrella, too, basically with a different scent from what I offer with my, um, you know, with Simply Grace. Also, as new mothers and pregnancy and going through birth, they want pictures. So, at this point right now, I'm looking in. I'm looking into building in what I already have. Like I'm adding a. T- i am adding have a team for my photography team. I'm adding new products such as oils and stuff, etc., to my self care line and a new candle. Um, I'm also, you know, with my doula business. I'm adding products for people who, you know, who struggle with pregnancy or who struggle with stress or relaxing while doing pregnancy and even after pregnancy. So I'm constantly researching and constantly building. The money is there. You, you have to know your why about everything you do. Not, once you know your why, everything else will come easy. And I use – I often tell people – you have to release the fear, and I definitely operate off of faith. And working my business is what I plan on doing, and I'm always going to be working my business, you know, to get to where I want to be.
1: Awesome. Well, I always love hearing that and hearing inspiring words from inspiring women. Um, So tell us how we can, how can people support you? How can we um purchase your candles, how can we book you for doula
0: appointments, photography appointments? How can we be able to support you? Okay, so booking me um in booking me for a photography appointment, you can follow my business page, which is Journey Grace Photography. Journey Grace Photography, you can all also reach out to me by calling me at 919-717-1514. And you can also email me at journeygracephotography at gmail dot com. Okay. As far as my candle line, it's simply and journey grace photography is the same way on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, simply Grace is also the same on Facebook and on Instagram. You can call me at that same number or email me at simply grace simply grace candles at gmail dot com. And with my doula services definitely call me because with doula services, I love to have that one-on-one contact with my mothers that I just don't want them looking through a bunch of pages. I want to talk to you first to see where your mind is at. And, again, my number is 919-717-1514.
1: All right. Well, awesome, awesome, awesome. I am so, so, so honored to be able to have you here with us again. Um, I like. I've learned so much from you. Um, I'm so excited for everything that you have coming. Um, I want to go and spend all my money on your candles, <laughs> even though I probably don't. But I'm definitely, um, from one woman to another, from one entrepreneur to another, I'm so proud and so happy to see how you've grown over the past year and how, you know, you've developed as a professional and how you have just, you know, become just this incredible being and, you know, all of your incredible work that you do. um, I'm definitely impressed. I admire your work. Um, And I'm just so proud of you. I'm proud of every woman that I see just continuing to, survive, thrive, and just do phenomenal things and really leave a, an incredible impact um, on this world. And you are just the bomb.com, Carol, and I just love mm-hmm. you. Thank you, you death, so, so much. <laughs> and you are amazing also. Thank you so much. I'll be trying. I'll be trying. <laughs> you try.
0: Just so try. Just live in the moment. Just live in the moment. And I always tell people. Every day is a new day. Don't focus on what happened yesterday or the day before that. Keep moving forward and be a better version of yourself than you were the day before. I'm in competition with nobody in life, but who I am in competition with? I'm in competition with who Netosha was 2 days ago and the day before that, even years before that. While you're living in life, you always try to be different. It's no way we should be the same person for 15 years, and that's my strive, is to be better than I was the day before.
1: Awesome. I think that's a beautiful way to be able to close it out. Mitosha, I am so grateful for your time again, um, and I'm just so excited, and I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be a part of this latest episode of Exquisite Conversations. <laughs>
0: Thanks for tuning in. Support the show and Exquisite Radio at www.exquisiteinternetradio.com.